Greetings of the day to all the listeners. Thank you so much for joining in and welcome to the final and the last episode. Hope all of you are doing well. In today's episode which is going to be the last one, we shall discuss the verses which have been mentioned in the 18th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. In this chapter, Krishna first answers the questions of Arjun and then he sheds light on the benefits of Bhagavad Gita. It is said that the Gita summarizes the knowledge which has been mentioned in the Vedas and the Upanishads which are again treasures of the Hindu scriptures. Reading this particular book of answers provides immense knowledge and thereby ensuring a peaceful life if we also apply the instructions in the life. This chapter besides summarizing the knowledge mentioned in India's book of answers it also highlights the important concepts like the ideal lifestyle for a yogi and also the different types of happiness determination as well as intelligence let us start arjun requests the god to explain him the purpose of renunciation and of the renounced way of life renunciation and the renounced order of life they both appear to be the same but in reality they are different and arjun wants to understand this difference answering the question of arjun Krishna explains that many wise men regard the giving up of activities which are based on some material expectations as the renounced way of life renunciation on the other hand is giving up the results of all the activities that one may engage in while some people believe that giving up activities of normal life is renunciation some others have the opinion that not getting attached to the results in spite of engaging in all actions is actually true renunciation Moving ahead God speaks that some wise men believe that all material activities are faulty and should be given up while some other sages are of the opinion that acts of sacrifice charity and purification should never be given up After explaining the opinions of different learned people God tells Arjun to first hear his opinion about renunciation He tells that in the scriptures renunciation is said to be of three types Just like we heard in the previous chapter about sacrifices, charity and purification, in the same way, renunciation is also affected by the modes of nature. Acts of sacrifice, charity and penance should never be abandoned because performance of such acts lead to the purification of great souls. Such people engage in the acts of charity and sacrifice in order to purify themselves. Krishna tells his final opinion that all such acts must be performed as duty without expecting any benefit in return. Speaking about renunciation, Krishna tells that actions should not be given up, rather the fruits and the attachment to the result is what should be given up. The significance of yoga of action is highlighted in these verses. Highlighting the importance of prescribed duties, Krishna tells that those people who give up their duties, they do so because of illusion. and such renunciation is in the mode of ignorance we have to understand that god recommends us to give up the attachment to the fruits and not give up the action itself performing actions and fulfilling our duties is not so easy any person who abandons the duties labeling them as troublesome or because of the fear of discomfort of the body such people are in the mode of passion such actions are not true to renunciation and they never provide peace now Krishna speaks about renunciation in the moral mode. He tells Arjun that when a person engages in action and performs the duties and gives up the attachment to the material benefits and the fruits of such action then that person indulges in renunciation in the moral mode. This way of acting 
leads to the purification of a person, thereby providing peace. The intelligent person practices renunciation in the moral mode. Such a person is neither hateful of unfavorable work nor attached to the favorable work and has no doubts about work. An important point to note here is that when things don't go in our favor, when we are not able to act in the right manner, we are often overwhelmed with emotions of guilt. On the other hand, when we are working with peak productivity, we become overwhelmed with happiness. The intelligent person is not overwhelmed in any of these situations. That person knows very well that both these situations are temporary. Such a person engages in action with faith in the Supreme and keeps practicing the way of equanimity. When things do not go in his or her favor, the person does not lose hope. Neither does the person become full of pride when he or she performs the right actions for a considerable period of time. It is not possible for a person to give up all activities or to abandon action. Instead, the person who gets rid of the fruits of action is the one who is the true renouncer. God then tells Arjun that there are five causes behind every type of action. There are five factors of action. The body, that is the place of action of the performer. The performer, which is our mind. The different senses through which the action is performed. Different kinds of activities. And finally, the supreme soul. So the body, the performer, the different senses, different types of activities and the supreme soul are the five factors behind every action. Through these five factors, we can purify our actions and attain perfection. Krishna explains that these five factors are responsible for all the right or wrong actions which a person performs through body, mind or speech. The person who thinks that he or she is the doer of every task and gives no importance to these five factors, such a person is not so intelligent and cannot see things as they are. It is difficult for most of us to understand the fact that we are nothing more than a medium for every task. The person who is free from false ego, the one who understands the five factors behind action, one whose intelligence is not clouded, such a person is never bound by action in spite of engaging in them. Perfection in any task can be attained once we ensure that we are not attached to the results. There are three factors that motivate a person to engage in action. Krishna tells that knowledge, objective of knowledge and the soul are these three factors. Explaining about the constituents of action, Krishna tells that senses, the work and the doer are the three constituents of action. God tells that as a result of different modes of nature, there are three kinds of action, the doer of action as well as three different types of knowledge. He first starts explaining in detail about the different types of knowledge. He tells that the knowledge which enables a person to see a uniform, united spiritual nature in all the living beings, such knowledge is in the moral mode. The knowledge in the mode of passion leads a person to believe that every living entity is different because of a different body. People with such knowledge believe that since the bodies of people are different, their inner selves are also different from each other. Explaining the knowledge of the dark mode, Krishna tells that the knowledge of the dark mode makes a person attached to his or her body or work. Such a person is not aware of the truth and feels that satisfying the demands of the body is the only objective of life. Such knowledge never enables a person to become aware of the undivided spiritual nature in all the living beings. 
Now God starts explaining about the different types of action. The action which is controlled and which is performed without attachment to the result. Without any love or hate, such action is in the moral mode. Action which involves intense efforts and is performed by a person for satisfying the desires and with a sense of fake pride, such action is in the mode of passion. Action which is performed under delusion, without thinking rationally and without any concern for the future attachment to it or for the distress and harm that it may cause others, such action is in the dark mode. Action in the dark mode arises from a lack of knowledge. Now Krishna starts explaining about the different types of workers or doers of action. The one who performs duty without being impacted much by the modes of nature, without any sense of pride or ego and with great determination and interest, and the one who is not overwhelmed in either success or failure, such a worker is in the moral mode. The person who is attached to the action and the fruits, the one who has the desire to enjoy the results, who has greed, who is jealous, impure and the one who is moved by happiness and distress, such a person is a worker in the active or the passion mode. And now God explains about the worker in the dark mode. God then explains that the worker who is ignorant or in the dark mode, such a worker engages in the work which is harmful and impure one who is materialistic and stubborn. Such a person cheats and insults others and is lazy, gloomy, bad-tempered and always procrastinating. Such a worker is far away from true knowledge and is full of pride and arrogance. Krishna then instructs Arjun to listen with attention as he explains about the different types of intelligence as well as determination according to the three modes of nature. There is an important relation between intelligence and steadiness. Once a person gains steadiness, it provides self-control, thereby enabling that particular person to develop intelligence. In the same way, when intelligence is developed, then self-control becomes very important in order to engage in the right actions in the right manner. Explaining about intelligence, God tells that the intelligence which enables a person to understand the difference between what should be done and what should not be done, what is to be feared and what not to be feared, the intelligence which helps a person to understand the difference between attachment and detachment, such intelligence is in the moral mode. Such intelligence keeps a person on the right track by making him or her realize about their respective duties. The intelligence which is in the active mode or the mode of passion such intelligence cannot distinguish between activities which should be done and those which should not be done. A person under this intelligence is unable to understand morality and is always in doubt. Now God tells that intelligence in the dark mode leads a person in the wrong direction and because of lack of knowledge, it considers religion as irreligion and irreligion as religion. Meaning to say that a person who is under the influence of the dark intelligence always looks at the forbidden activities as those that must be performed and the duties as something which must be avoided. After explaining about intelligence, God now sheds light on steadiness or determination. The steadiness which is unbreakable and unwavering, which is sustained with firmness by practicing the principles of yoga and which controls the mind and the senses, such steadiness is in the moral mode. The steadiness in the active or the passion mode binds a person to the results of the action. When a person desires for some results in economic or religious activities 
or if a person is determined to satisfy the senses then such determination is in the mode of passion and now god tells that the determination due to which a person keeps on dreaming but takes no action which traps the person in fear sorrow gloomy behavior and lack of knowledge such determination is in the dark mode such people are determined to stay ignorant and under the spell of illusion it is due to this determination that a mad person is unable to think rationally krishna now instructs arjun to hear about the three different types of happiness god speaks that something which seems like poison in the beginning but proves to be a nectar in the end which makes a person self aware such happiness is in the moral mode this happiness may be very discomforting in the beginning but is very fruitful in the end and removes all the miseries the happiness which results from satisfaction of senses which may appear like nectar initially but gives poison at the end such happiness is in the mode of passion explaining about the ignorant mode god mentions that the happiness which arises as a result of sleep laziness and lack of knowledge the happiness which takes a person away from self awareness such happiness is in the dark mode a lazy person keeps on procrastinating and never takes any significant action such people are so deluded that even thinking in the right manner appears to be a very tedious task for them god tells arjun that there is no being either on the earth or in the higher planets who is free from the three modes of nature moral active and the dark modes cover all the beings in them through all this knowledge that krishna has given in the gita and through proper self analysis we can understand about the mode which dominates us at a particular point of time now krishna explains that the difference between brahmans kshatriyas vaishyas and shudras is because of the qualities which are born from their own material mode the dominant qualities in a person determine his or her action and the actions of a person determine the category to which he or she may belong this clearly demonstrates that a great lineage does not guarantee that a person who is born in that family will belong to the same upper category it is the actions that determine the same god speaks that calmness self control purity ability to tolerate honesty knowledge and morality are some of the qualities which are present in the brahmanas simplicity is also an important virtue of the brahmans now krishna explains the quality of kshatriya he tells that courage power determination cleverness and creativity bravery in battle generosity and ability to lead these are some natural qualities of kshatriyas farming protecting cattle and engaging in business are some natural activities for the vaishyas and as for the shudras they have lack of knowledge and they engage in labor and service to others god then tells arjun that every person can attain perfection and peace by performing duties according to the qualities he tells arjun to hear the manner in which this shall be possible with true faith in god a person can attain perfection by performing duties according to the instructions of the supreme krishna then tells arjun that it is always better for a person to engage in his or her own occupation even though one may perform it imperfectly than to accept the occupation of some other person and perform it perfectly god tells that the duties which are prescribed according to the own nature of a person such acts are never affected by sinful reactions
This verse is highly relatable to the modern age. In today's world, we all are mostly attracted to the work and the lifestyle of others rather than focusing on our own, and there is no denying the fact that the grass always looks greener on the other side. Instead of being distracted by the work of others, we should be focused on our own task. People usually imitate others when they are insecure of their own worth, but working with pretension will never take us close to perfection. Just like the fire is covered by smoke, in the same way, every pursuit is bound to have some fault. So a person must never give up the duties even if such actions are full of fault. This verse explains the fact that without being bothered by the faults or the temporary failures, we should keep performing our duty with faith in God and according to his instructions. Explaining the manner in which a yogi attains peace, Krishna tells that the person who has gained self-control and is detached, the one who is not attached to material pleasures, such a person can reach the highest perfect stage of freedom from the reactions of any action. In spite of engaging in actions, such a yogi doesn't feel any pressure of the work. A person who has obtained freedom from reactions, such a person can reach God by acting in the manner which Krishna now summarizes. Krishna explains the manner and the lifestyle for a person to reach the Absolute. He does that by purifying their intelligence and by controlling the mind with determination, by giving up attachment to sensual pleasures, by being free from hatred. A person who lives in a private place, the one who eats little, who has control over the body, mind and speech, the person who is absorbed in one task at a time, and one who is not trapped by emotions like false ego, fake strength, pride, anger and lust, one who is free from the sense of fake ownership and one who is calm and peaceful, such a person is qualified to fulfill his or her full potential. Krishna tells that a person who is situated in such a manner as mentioned, he gets connected to the higher power and becomes completely joyful. Such a being neither laments over the loss of something nor desires to have something. Situated perfectly in the state of equanimity, that person obtains peace. Krishna tells that Arjun should remember him in all the actions. He should engage in acts and work under the protection of the Supreme. In this way, he shall be fully aware of the highest power. God speaks that if we become aware of the Supreme, and if we engage in action following the instructions of the Supreme, then we will overcome the difficulties in the life. On the other hand, if we do not consider the Supreme Power and act with fake pride, then we will be lost in a maze of illusions. Making Arjun aware of the present scenario, God tells that if Arjun will not act according to his command, and if he won't fight in the battle, then he will be directed on the wrong paths. According to Arjun's nature, which was that of a Kshatriya, he should participate in the war. Since Arjun was under illusion, so he was refusing to act as per the directions of Krishna, which is why he refused to participate in the war. But in spite of this, since the dominant nature in Arjun was that of a warrior, he would be compelled to fight according to the nature. The supreme power is present in the hearts of all the people. It is like the driver, the one who directs the humans who are seated in the machine of the material world. Every machine needs an operator, and the one who operates the machine of humanity is no one but the Supreme. Becoming aware of this operator is the objective of knowledge. 
God tells that Arjun should surrender all the emotions completely to the supreme operator and once he does so he shall obtain peace and happiness Surrendering to the operator indicates performing the actions in accordance with the instructions of the supreme Krishna then tells that he has explained the deepest and the most secret knowledge to Arjun He tells Arjun to become conscious of that knowledge to think on it and then do as he pleases This verse becomes very significant. Krishna does not force Arjun to act. He explains the route, shows him the light, and leaves the final choice to Arjun. He is a guide who can show us the right way, but we will gain peace only when we walk the right path, not merely by knowing the same. So I request all the listeners that please do not hear this particular podcast as just any other piece. Immerse yourself in the words completely. Listen every episode repeatedly if needed and most importantly apply the instructions of the god in your life start taking action and the most intense problems in your life shall become trivial only krishna knew the supreme secrets but since arjun was his friend god was imparting that knowledge to him he tells that arjun should hear it carefully for his own benefit Krishna tells that if we become true devotees if we are conscious of the supreme power if we offer our respects to him then we shall ultimately reach him if we speak those words which the others aren't interested to hear then the value of those words eventually decreases Krishna tells Arjun that he should not try to explain this knowledge to those people who are least interested or to the ones who don't have faith in the supreme The person who explains the secret knowledge of the higher power to the true devotees such a person surely experiences peace and ultimately reaches Krishna. Here the word explains is indicating both the revealing as well as following the words of the supreme. So a person who besides explaining the knowledge of Gita to others ensures maximum efforts to follow the paths and the instructions of the supreme such a person is the true devotee. The person who studies the holy conversation between God and Arjun such a being develops true intelligence and in a way worships Krishna. God tells that the people who hear the supreme knowledge with utmost faith and involvement and pure intentions such people become free from sins thereby improving their lives. If some people are unable to follow the instructions of the supreme then even hearing the true knowledge will purify them and give them the strength to walk on the right path. After revealing the complete knowledge which no one had ever heard addressing Arjun as the conqueror of riches Krishna asks if he has heard the words of wisdom with attention and if his darkness and doubts have disappeared Answering the question Arjun tells that he is now free from doubt He tells that he is firm determined and is now ready to act according to the instructions of the supreme lord Krishna Through the knowledge of Gita Arjun was finally able to get rid of the attachment which was the primary reason that he refused to fight the war in the first place The entire conversation of the Bhagavad Gita which was taking place between Krishna and Arjun was actually being narrated by Sanjay to King Dhritarashtra Sanjay now tells the king that the conversation between the two great souls has such a wonderful message that it is making his hair stand on end Sanjay further tells that by the mercy of great sage Vyas 
he has heard the most confidential knowledge directly from the most powerful mystic he tells that he is experiencing a sudden feeling of excitement and pleasure as he is repeatedly recalling the wonderful conversation between arjun and krishna it was almost impossible for sanjay to believe that he had heard the most secret knowledge directly from the supreme god bringing this amazing journey on the ocean of knowledge to an end sanjay tells that in his opinion wherever there is krishna the most powerful mystic and wherever there is arjun the best archer there will certainly be luxury victory power and goodness when we follow the instructions of the supreme just like arjun then we are certain to experience happiness and respect so with this last verse this legendary conversation of the bhagavad gita finally comes to an end the world of knowledge has never been presented before in a summarized form like the gita from self control to working without attachment the gita speaks on a variety of subjects to ensure the disappearance of any form of darkness in our lives so with this i shreesh tagarwal am signing off i would like to thank the supreme for giving me the ability the determination to complete this podcast and present it before you all i would like to thank my family the constant supporters the friends and lastly i would like to extend my thanks to you dear audience for showing me immense love and for traveling the ocean of knowledge with me the objective of this particular piece is to create an impact on your lives for the better thank you so much for joining in a request to all of you to please let me know your views on the podcast and also on the subject of gita in general by connecting with me through the links given in the description box this is shreesh agarwal signing off thank you take care have a great day ahead